I'm telling you, that man mouth is gonna drop. He's gonna say, babe, where you going? He's gonna be like, wait, hold on. The Next Door Podcast. Welcome back to The Next Door Podcast. I am Bestie Next Door, and I'm like your bestie next door. If you like your tea to be extra, extra sweet, then this place is not for you. Because we like our tea to be sweet and bitter. Sweet enough that it goes down, bitter enough to wake us up. Now, guys. I have a whole setup. I have a new flavor that I want to try on today's episode. And, you know, I got my little ice bucket because I want to start doing things a little bit more different. I want to bring back my little bartending skills. So we got my ice bucket and I have the big body, but this is not the ordinary big body because as you guys can see, usually the big body is always a black cap, but this is a red cap. So this has a little bit of... um ghost pepper to it so it's honey and ghost pepper and i'm really excited to try it so we're gonna try it on today's episode and without further ado let's make us a drink i need to give this drink a name since i love this particular brand of whiskey you know what i'm gonna call it bestie cocktail without further ado let's make us a bestie cocktail with the bestie cocktail you need a lot of ice because look i like my drinks like i like my man to chase me <laughs> ah that was so corny so extra ice, and we're going to put that off to the side. I'm actually kind of nervous trying it because how do you mix ghost pepper with honey? But we're going to find out. Without further ado, let's crack it open. Woo, child. And you know, with your bestie cocktail, you have to have this type of glass because you're able to gauge it well. Because you have to put half alcohol and half Red Bull. Depends on how strong you like your drinks. Me, I like my drinks to not be that strong because I don't want to be too turnt, you know? And you got to top it with Red Bull to give you wings. And of course, first sip. Woo! I like it. It's not that bad. It actually has like a, okay, okay. It gives you like a stingy aftertaste and on it, it says sting. So it does give you a little sting. It's actually not that bad, but you know me, I like the honey, I like honey whiskey. So regardless of the matter, any honey whiskey with some Red Bull is a bestie cocktail. Now, before we start this episode, if you're looking for the high value women workbook, the workbook really does help you in your transformation journey. And it not only helps you in your transformation journey, but it also helps you identify a lot of things in your life, whether it be negative self-talk, your confidence, how to communicate better, you know, your values, your boundaries. It's a lot of stuff in that workbook that's really going to help you. It's over 50 pages. It's actually worth the investment. And if you're looking for the high value woman audio book, everything you're looking for, all the tools you're looking for, whether it be to book a one-on-one -on -one with me because you're having some issues in your relationship or your personal life the link will always be in the description box below now on today's episode we're talking about how to get your man to treat you better and keeping him in check hmm. because let's be realistic i want all my besties to be in a happy fulfilling relationship and we have to understand that there's no man that's perfect and there's going to be times where your man is going to test you and you have to let him know sweetie i am not a quiz i'm the full exam and before you pass the exam you need to study really well hello now when you are trying to get your man to act right the first step is to communicate and sometimes when you communicate a man really doesn't understand with words they understand with action so you got to take action after you have that first initial conversation with him and you tell him like, you know, babe, I really feel like you're taking me for granted. And it's not that you're coming at him. That's the mistake a lot of women make when they're trying to communicate with their man. They come at them. 
You get what I'm saying? When you know you have a little hostility or you're a bit upset because he's done something to you, it's better for you to go in the room, talk to yourself first, or send yourself a long message than to talk to him and talk at him. Because if you're talking at a man, no matter what you say, he's going to consider it nagging. He's going to consider it you're trying to fight. But you may not be trying to fight with him, but because you're talking at him, he's automatically going to assume that you're nagging and you're trying to fight and he doesn't want to be involved or he doesn't want to hear whatever you got to say. So that's why it's really important for you to always make sure that when you're communicating with your man, always try to come from a calm place. You know, babe, I really don't like the way you've been behaving these days and, you know, it's really affecting me. And see his response. Some men really do listen just by communicating while others, you have to take action. Now, let's say you pass the communication stage and you already explained to him how you feel and he's still not really getting it. Then that means that you need to spice up your relationship. Either one is because he's probably used to your look. You're probably losing yourself or you're probably not really giving him that, you know, I'm about to walk out the door if you don't get it right attitude. So you got to give him that. Sometimes you got to give a man that you got to let him know that I'm ready to walk out the door right now. And you know, because you see how good I'm looking, that the moment I walk out the door, I'm definitely going to snatch an upgrade. Hello. You never overreact. You see, this is another mistake that women make when they're trying to get their man to act right. You know, I can get another guy right now. You know, I can do this. You know, I can do that. Why are you shouting? Why are you giving him the energy? You want to transfer the aggression, and you will transfer the aggression by actions. You don't hurt a man with words. You don't hurt a man by showing him that other guys want you, so you text other guys. You hurt him by emotions and mentally. That's how you hurt a man. That's where it always hurts the most, their emotions and mentally. You have to play those games. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, you're playing chess, not checkers. Hello. So now... You want him to start behaving well. You got to show him why he needs to behave well because you got to let him see that, look, I'm working on myself and I'm ignoring the fact that you're not treating me the way I would want you to treat me because I'm treating myself well. And I know that the moment I decide to say I'm done, there's no coming back. And that's the only way men listen is by actions. So since it's by actions, you know what you do? You invest in yourself. You look good. You start, you get yourself to the next level. If you are... 1.0 yesterday, you make sure you show up the next month as 5.0. Let him be like, whoa, who are you? Like, you're a whole new person. Yes, sweetie, because I'm treating myself good. You don't want to treat me good? I'm treating myself good. And it's not that you start treating yourself good because you're looking for the next guy. You start treating yourself good because you want to feel good. Because when you feel good, there's a different kind of glow when a woman is feeling good. Hello. To be quite honest, men don't really react well or know how to handle a woman when she's overly emotional. So the only way to make them understand you is by actions and logic. Now, I want to give you guys a scenario so you guys can really understand what I mean by not overreacting and how to flip the script. Let's say you're out with the girls, right? And your man told you, yeah, he's going to go out. He wants to go meet up with a friend. He's having a business meeting. But he didn't tell you that the friend he's going to meet with is a woman. Now, you so happen to bump into him while you're with your homegirls. Now, your friends are looking at you like, what you going to do, girl? The average woman is going to overreact because their friends is giving them the battery in the back to overreact. And she's like, I got your back. Let's get up. I got your back. But you know, you look at your friends. You don't 
look bothered, you tell them, oh, I already know about this. He already told me about this. There's no problem. Because you don't want your friends to know your business. The moment your friends know all about your relationship and your business, your friends are always going to give you bad advice. And they don't mean to give you bad advice, but the bad advice is going to make you panic. And it's going to make you overreact. It's going to make you do things you're not supposed to do because you have somebody in your ear telling you what they don't even know. You, as a valuable, emotionally intelligent woman, you tell them, oh, no, girls, everything is okay. I already know about that. It's a business meeting. I want to go over there and say hi. Because now you're going to ruffle the feathers when you go over there. You're going to go over there. You look at him and be like, hey, what's up? Oh, this is the meeting. This is the um, business meeting. How are you doing? Oh, okay, that's good. All right, babe. I'll see you later, okay? I'm telling you that man mouth is going to drop. He's going to say, babe, where are you going? He's going to be like, wait, hold on. He's going to end that whole meeting immediately because he knows that even though he didn't lie to you he wasn't straightforward in telling you it was a woman and he didn't expect you to be there now of course you're gonna be like well that's a terrible example because why would he be going on a date with a woman but sometimes men do get in business with women it really doesn't have to be more than what it is to be honest it's really like that sometimes but now he wasn't straightforward, so he know he messed up. So you, being the emotional, intelligent woman, you're not going to sit there and be like, oh, no, you embarrassed me. He already knows what he did. He already knows that, oh, shh, I messed up. She's with her friends. Total embarrassment. Because, trust me, men know when they embarrass you. You don't have to yell at them. So you, when you finally get home, you're not going to go home and start screaming at him and throwing stuff and stuff saying, it's over. You're going to sit down. You're going to relax. You're going to hear what he has to say. Once you hear what you punish him. And now it's not you're going to punish him in a way where, oh, yeah, it's aggressive. No. You'll say, okay, that's fine. Well, since you don't like to be honest, anytime he does something, there's always going to be something you take away. Whether it be, okay, well, I'm not sleeping in the same room with you tonight. Or you're not going to touch my body. And with him not being able to touch your body, you know what you do? You walk around the house looking so sexy. You seduce him. But you make sure you make him hard enough, but he can't touch you. He can't get it. Because now it's like, damn, I messed up. I really messed up. And now at this point, you want to get him to a point where when you're not with him, he's thinking about what he did wrong. Like, oh, damn, I really messed up. I should have told her that I was going out with a woman. Now she's thinking that maybe I'm sleeping with this woman. You want to have him in his head. You don't want a man to be in the wrong and feel like he's right because you've overreacted. You need to always react in a way that you know is going to work in your favor. And that's why it's really, really important to not really tell your friends your business. And I know sometimes as women, we like to hear other people's opinions. It's better to hear an opinion from someone who doesn't know you at all, like personally, than to really hear from your friends because your friends are going to be biased no matter what. They're always going to side with you. They're never going to tell you, okay, well, maybe think of it like this, or, you know, it's not that serious. Your friends are always going to be biased and they're always going to tell you something to make you not confident in your decision and when you're not confident you lose the power hello in the transition of you trying to make him treat you better you occupy your time Occupy your time with other activities. Maybe he didn't know about your new Pilates class. Start doing more Pilates. Start occupying your time. Start letting him see that you're having more activities. When he starts seeing you're having more activities and you're happy and you're glowing, then he's going to be like, whoa, somebody is making that girl smile and it's not me because I haven't been giving her that much attention. So somebody's making that girl smile. I got to tighten up. And you're going to notice, slowly but surely, he's going to be like, oh, hey, babe. Um, He's going to start changing his behavior. You have to punish your man for any little thing he does. And it's not that you punish him to the point where it's overly, like you're ODing, but it's like men only understand strength. No pain, no gain. Hello. And you have to understand that energy cannot be destroyed. 
it can only be transferred. So if you know that you're upset at your man about something, the only way to get him to understand your emotions is by silence. You know what they say, a silent woman is a dangerous woman. And CIA has nothing on a woman with a plan. Hello. When you're silent, a man doesn't know what you're thinking. But the problem is women like to run their mouth too much and start complaining too much. But when you're silent, he doesn't know what you're thinking. He doesn't know your next move. And that's where you have the power because now he's going to be on his toes trying to be on his best behavior because he doesn't know where you at mentally. And that's usually how you win an argument with your man, by being silent. Don't say nothing. He could be like, oh, you did this, you did that. Keep quiet. Like, oh, okay. As bad as you want to say something, you just keep quiet. Because you, you know why when you keep quiet, he's going to keep picking at you, picking at you, picking at you. And when it's time for you to let him know what he did wrong, he's not going to really have anything to say that you said because you didn't say nothing. You allowed him to show out. You be like, yeah, I'm going to allow you to do your big one. Do your big one. You want to make a scene? Do your big one. And I'm going to sit here and look at you. But when I come, I have a full stack. And when I hit it, I'm hitting hard and I'm hitting home. Hello. When you know your man messed up and you guys are not living together, you don't need to text him first. Let him text you first. Let him wonder what you're thinking. But you sending him a long message, sis, he's not reading it. And most of the time, think about it. All the time you send a man a long message, all he types is okay, or he says something completely different to throw you off from what you're saying. So what's the point? That's why silence is the answer. You allow him to text you first. You allow him to do the talking. Because when you allow him to do the talking, you know where his head is at. And when you know where his head is at, you know how you need to move. But the moment you get to talking first, it's like you've done all the work for him. And you, he don't got to say nothing no more because you said everything. And if you, if you think about what I'm saying, think about every relationship that you've been in. And you've been overly emotional. You shared more. You talked more. What does a man do? He keeps quiet and say, okay. But if you allow him to talk and you don't say nothing and you look at him and you say, okay, and you wait for the right time to talk, girl, you are a dangerous woman. Hello. And you guys know I bounce from different topic, but that's another thing too. Like women be too available. Don't be so available. And it's not that you're being a B. Give yourself some value. You know what I'm saying? Give yourself some value. Give yourself some dignity. You don't have to, every time he texts you, he call you, you pick up the phone, you're always available. Even my man. Sometimes he call me, there's times where I don't pick up the phone. <laughs> Look, and I truly be busy. Some of you, when you see a man calling, you stop what you're doing, you pick up the phone. No, he can wait. Because I'm more valuable. You guys got to start understanding that our time is more valuable than a man's time. But you have to really get to a point where you keep your standard. I always mess up this word, standard. However I said it, I said it how I said it. Standard, standard, standards, standard. Listen, that's how I say it. You got to keep it high. And it's not that you keep it high to the point where you can't, can't talk to nobody. Like, that's another thing I want to say that don't misunderstand what it is to be a woman of value. When I talk about this high value woman stuff or whatever, like I always see this comment. I see this comment where they be like, oh, you're saying you're high value, but you were talking about how Beyonce stayed with Jay-Z. Um, okay. Yeah. Because she understands the bigger picture. Some people are not going to agree with that statement, but it's like, okay, she understands the bigger picture. And most people who don't agree with a married woman staying with her husband are single and never been married, never has been engaged to. Because when you think about it, marriage is not easy. And I'm bouncing from another topic, but I really want to say this. I really want to end with this segment because marriage is not easy. And that's why 
women got to take their time when it comes to marriage. You don't just marry because you want to marry. You have to really dissect the person that you're going to marry because marriage is not easy. Marriage is not something that you say, okay, you know what? I'm married today and I want to walk out of it tomorrow. It's not an easy thing. You have to have a goal. What is you guys' goal? What is the objective? Okay, well, we want to create a family of three. We want to have three kids, and we want to break our generational curses. You have to start thinking of it like that. Is this the partner that you want to be with when you are trying to execute your plans in life? If this person does not fit your life goals or is not somebody you are confident that is going to stick beside you, next caller, immediately. I blame the Western society because Western society has a way of pushing this divorce agenda. And most of the time, if we look at the stats, yes, men are always the ones that cause the divorce, but women are the ones that file the divorce faster. That means that you're only paying attention to the wedding. You're not paying attention to the person you're going to marry. Pay attention to the person you want to marry. You got to be careful because when I was in my early 20s, look, I almost married the worst guy. And you guys already know the story already. I don't have to say it again. I was only trying to marry so quick because my mom was saying it. All the women listening, you already know how moms can be, especially if your mom is a foreigner. They push marriage on us so hard. But I'm here to tell you, take your time. Analyze the person that you're going to be with. Analyze them. Really see who it is that you're going to spend the rest of your life with. Are they too prideful? Are they willing to change? Are they willing to sacrifice? These are things you got to think about when you're looking at a partner, a lifetime partner. Because it's not just about the glitz and the glams. You pick your baggage according to your size. Hello. Like, you know me, I don't tell you guys a lot. I'm very fair. And I, I think that, you know, I'm not a feminist. I'm not the type of woman that's going to tell you, oh, well, your man did this, oh, leave him. I'm absolutely not that woman. I'm not going to tell you to leave your man for every little, little thing that happens. I'm not. I'm always going to help you think. I'm always going to make you think about it. Like, okay, well, let me look at it like this way. Because you don't want to be the woman that's leaving every single guy, leaving every single guy, and then now you're alone. You get what I'm saying? There's some relationships that are worth fighting for. While others, next caller. Like, for example, if a man is not even trying to get a job, he's not trying to provide or trying to show you he's the man or the superhero in your life, next caller. Why would you waste your time with that type of man? That's not even worth fighting for. Because you know the problem is, is that all these girls online that be having so much stuff to say in the comment section, their man be dead broke, sitting on the couch while they're paying all the bills, and yet they have opinions about other people's relationship. Like, sis, check your man. Why is your man not working? Why is your man broke? Why are you taking care of your man? Is he your son? I didn't think so. Hello. It baffles me. But anyways, is your relationship worth fighting for? Do you want your man or do you want to leave him because you feel like he's not worth it? I want to give you all of you guys an assignment. I want you to take a paper, split it in half, I want you to write all the good things down. And I want you to be as fair as possible. As fair as possible. Don't look at it from an emotional standpoint. I really want you to think about all the good times, what he does for you that you love, the kind of person he is, everything. Write it down. And write down the bad. If the good outweighs the bad, then you know that you're dealing with someone that is workable. But if the bad outweighs the good, next caller. Immediately. Don't even waste your time. This ties back to the workbook because when you get the high value woman workbook, you're going to be able to really know your values and boundaries. And what I mean by values and boundaries, a lot of women truly don't understand what it means by values because values is not something you need to communicate. Value is something that you see. 
For example, let's say you value fitness. You're not going to deal with the man that's eating five cheeseburgers a day. Absolutely not. You're going to go with the man that you see that values fitness as well. You have a healthy relationship by going with the man that has the same values as you. You can tell them, well, I like people who are fit on the first date, but it's not something you need to communicate because it's something you will see. When you are clear on your values and boundaries, it's going to be easier for you to navigate through the wasteman and get the man you're looking for. But you got to be clear on what it is you want from a man. If you're not clear on what it is you want from a man, it's when you're going to be all over the place. You're going to experience the dusties, the wasteman. You got to be clear. What do I want from a man? What do I want? How do I want my man to treat me? Even though he's good to you in the beginning, yes, sometimes during the relationship, it's going to fade. So that's why you got to really always reinvent yourself, always invest in yourself, always make sure you're always becoming that girl and being that girl. Men are visual creatures. We women, we go by what we hear. Men go by what they see. So that's why you always got to listen. Don't stay in the house eating, you cook for him, and you packing a big plate for him, and you packing a big plate for yourself, and you stuffing your face. You know men, they don't gain as much weight in the wrong places like us women do. You want to keep your body and improve your body while you're in the relationship. So just in case you want to walk away, which he's not going to allow you to walk away because he's why? He's going to see you're a disciplined woman. And that's something that a lot of women don't understand, discipline. Treat yourself good. You want your man to treat you good? Treat yourself good. Show him by action, not by words. He's not treating you good. Upon you treating yourself good, next caller, immediately, simple. And I'm going to tell you something right now. When you want to love, love with your head, not your heart. The problem is a lot of you start falling in love with these dusties, and then you ignore your head. Your head is telling you that he's a dusty, but yet you're falling in love with him, and you're expecting him to treat you better when he can't even treat himself better. How do you expect a man to treat you better when he can't even treat himself better? We're going to cheers to knowing how to play the game, Dealing with the best and getting a man to treat us the way we deserve because we treat ourselves the way we deserve. Cheers. Guys, and that's all for this episode. I hope you enjoyed this episode because this is a little bit more longer than my usual episodes. If you're listening on Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you're listening to because this podcast is on different platforms. Thank you for listening. If you're watching on YouTube, thank you for watching. Like, comment, subscribe. It truly helps my channel. And turn on the notification bell to be notified when I upload more episodes. And guys, you already know the rest. Until we meet again.